listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Glee After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Glee After Show. We sound like kids, Bob. <laughs> I know. Every week we, we are off. we are not Glee caliber singers. I right know. Now. No, we're not. But no. we can talk about Glee. Of course, this is the AfterBuzz Glee After Show. Uh, it is season five, episode fourteen, New New York, and uh, this is the first episode we've had all in New York. What did we yeah. think? Did you like it, or were you kind of missing McKinley? I liked it because we did have most of the original Glee cast together, even though obviously some faces were missing, like Puck and Quinn and stuff. But it was all of them in their starting off the new lives in New York, new New York. I, I liked it because we had the original dynamic back, that feel together with friends. Also, before we talk about everything that's new, we should introduce ourselves. I'm Stephanie Wenger. Good to be back with everyone. I'm Roxy Stryer. Hi, guys. Hi, I'm Sarah Mendoza. And I'm Marissa Serafini. So, yeah. And we are the Glee panel. We are the Glee panel, and I like this new step that uh, Glee is taking. I feel like it's kind of a, we talked about it last week, a fresh start for them. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that you can never go wrong with the OGs, and we're back. And I know there were some mixed feelings amongst people on YouTube and Twitter and all over the place about whether we kind of gave the shaft to the new directions and, and the newer cast mm. members. I don't care if this sounds mean. I love my OGs. I just do. And yeah. and even though I do want to hold on to some bit of these the new directions that were um sophomores and or juniors whatever it is, I thought that tonight's episode was really strong and I can see where the rest of the season's going and I'm excited for it. I I agree with you. It was a really good episode. It's fun to see people turning over new leaves and starting a new a new new life in New York. But I I I will have to, I do have to agree with those viewers and critics that were feeling torn. I was actually feeling kind of torn during watching the episode tonight because as much as I love the OGs together and I love their dynamic and it did feel um, still at like at home even though we're in a new place, I was just like, why why aren't we going back to McKinley right now? Like I was having a little like apprehension. See, see I was torn before the episode. I was like, how is this going to work? Just New York. I, I loved every scene that we've had in New York this year. I thought that that was some of the strongest material, but I just wasn't sure that it would carry well. I wasn't sure how it was going to work. And then now after I've seen the episode, I'm pretty satisfied and like ready for the rest of the season now. Yeah, I, I just do feel like we had invested so much time into these other characters that it, it does feel a little bit like we were jerked around for a second. But 
honestly, we weren't loving what was going on. It wasn't my favorite part of any season, the, the first half of this season, um, up until the quarterback, which was one of the best episodes of all time, in my opinion. But since we've returned from hiatus, we've come out hotter than ever. Tonight's episode was no exception to that. Obviously, it was no 100th, but what the hell ever could be. Um, and I'm excited that we're in New York. It just it feels fresh yeah. and it feels new, new. Yeah, I, and I, I, oh, oh. Sorry. I, I completely agree because at the beginning of season four, when we had that first split between McKinley and New York, everyone had a hard time adjusting to the back and forth. But now that we're all in New York, people are having are so used to that back and forth that we felt like it, that there's something missing in tonight's episode, that back and forth that we got so accustomed to. Mm-hmm. I also love that Glee continued being very self-aware. The We'll talk about it in a bit with Blaine and Kurt, but that they've been separated for so long, and then it was like, well, now we're together, what do we do? And, and it was definitely, they were going after that question right nobody seamlessly moves to a new city that doesn't happen you know you don't just pick up move and it's like oh life's just the same in a different city especially not new york the city that never sleeps with all the hustle bustle and things going on and all of your high school friends relocating and relationships and and having distance and being back together i mean if if everything just worked out then this wouldn't be glee and we wouldn't love it you know it's not supposed to be easy it's supposed to be Mm -hmm. real life and and that's why I think it really yeah. worked. Yeah. And I think that's why they did, you know, make it clear to the audience that, hey, it's been a few months. That's why it's a little bit settled down here. But they really yeah. hammered that yeah. point on. <laughs> they kept on saying it like, well, it's been a few months. A couple months here. So now that the months have gone by, I like, I, I do get it. Thank we you, We get it. Yeah. It's not tomorrow. It's a few months from now. It's time jump. Marissa even said that while we were watching. She was like, so I guess it's been a couple months. Yeah. Like, you know what, though, guys? I think I still had anxieties because my my thing is like when am I going to see Will again when and they am I going to see but it was cute that it lived on in them they mentioned they were like well Will would say and then somebody else was like but do you remember the lesson when and I was like okay yeah. at least Will is still living mm-hmm. with us you know he's still yeah. part of our yeah. hearts and part of our minds which is yeah. cool they're, I'm they glad they're the, keeping them in the conversation right. at the very least they took the lessons they learned and clearly are are using them now that they've Move to the big city. Which is mm-hmm. realistic of what you do when you have a high school teacher. You know, sometimes you don't. I do think they will stay in touch with him, but y- it's not the same once you graduate. It's mm-hmm. just not the same. And you are supposed to take the lessons you learn. But we all thought that it was kind of irregular how Will was best friends with all these people anyway. You know, he's their teacher and mm-hmm. there's a time and a place. Yeah, right. Yeah. One of the biggest transitions, though, I felt like the character who kind of had it the toughest tonight, I would say, would be Artie. Oh, yeah. Oh, poor Artie. Yeah. I, that's literally what I said throughout this entire episode. I was just like, oh, poor Artie. And I don't ever remember feeling that way before before this episode about him. There have been times, like, when he was trying to get his legs back and trying to be able to walk. But I love when they address his handicap head on, you know, and, and they don't beat around the bush. And they don't think that he just goes to New York and it's easy to get around. Right. I'm like a small town where everything is handicap accessible mm-hmm. because he asks for it or whatever. Right. So I thought this was really cool and, again, very realistic. Yeah, yeah, and there was the episode last season where he was addressing all of his concerns about moving to New York and why he was truly afraid of starting a new life in New York and when he was discussing it with his mom. Mm-hmm. And then we saw it all in tonight. It was like, he was right because it is going to be harder for him because of his disability. Right. But the fact that, like, how he deals with it makes us root for him even more and how right. he overcomes those 
right yeah problems than I, he does. I like that that glee presents the problem and then he they they also take you through solving it right and the Absolutely. fight in overcoming it yeah and i think that they kind of did a very realistic job at that tonight it was he kind of was like, I'm never going to go on the subway again, which is kind of that notion of, like, falling off a horse. Like, you're, you're not going to do it again. Yeah. And then you you eventually get back on the horse or you go back on the subway in this case. Right, and it was also to show the juxtaposition between him and Rachel, which was a really cool bonding moment we saw between them. Mm-hmm. But I am curious about something with Artie. Um, I just don't know why they did this. I'm wondering if it's relevant in other episodes. Hmm. Why do we feel like the person who robs him is on crutches. You know, why, yeah. why wasn't it just somebody who robbed him? You know, why did that person have to be on crutches? Was it to show that Artie's at a disability even to people who are at a disability? I, I, like I mean, that. I thought that it was a little strange. Well, I kind of feel the same way. I think that it was to show that, like, even on crutches you can, like, hop up the stairs where he was, once he got to the stairs, like, that guy was gone in Artie's, hmm. because of Artie's disability. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. also, it, you know, maybe it's just simple as it could be anyone. You know, you're in a big city, you expect it to be a certain kind of person that you're watching out for, but it could, re- you know. Another great point. Good point, yeah, yeah, yeah somebody absolutely. Somebody that you might relate to even. Absolutely. I just thought it was so funny. I was like, oh, yeah. I didn't expect mm-hmm. that, so I guess that is a good yeah. point. Who knows? Yeah, yeah I yeah. mean, yeah, it, I think that Glee does a great job of kind of surprising you, and that was definitely, because at the beginning of the episode, He was like, I can go anywhere, and I love the subway, and that was kind of the start of it, and then they turned it around on how difficult Mm -hmm. it is for him, and I think Glee does a really good job of kind Mm -hmm. of showing the, like, that it can all change in a second. Yeah. And again, I love that they all come together to um, support him after that happened. They all talked about it together, and they wanted to help him out, and it's, you know, back to glee becoming family does anybody know what the process is if you are in a wheelchair what so you can take a cab but you need the trunk to be able to be hold your wheelchair because it can collapse or i'm just ignorant to this so does anybody know what actually makes a car handicap accessible does it have to be larger like a van i think it depends on uh what the vehicle is because of i think of vans are easiest i'm i'm also not totally sure and i think city Mm -hmm. to city there's different rules if i'm not mistaken about accessibility so mm-hmm. yeah i am curious yeah, and I, I believe there was the line where Artie said he can't take the subway because there are elevators that can go up and right. down mm-hmm. so he can get on and public off transportation is, yeah. is always handicapped yeah. yeah yeah but i or i can see time. why he, he there was also the line you know what the trunk that he can take him out of the chair and collapse the chair and yeah. put it in the trunk so it's those kind of accessibilities and transportation. Okay, got it. Just yeah. curious. I was just wondering why um, Rachel's car was full in the trunk and like, like you know, see all those gift yeah. bags. Yeah, yeah it yeah. was it was gift bags. Oh, and yeah. was that it? Okay. Yeah. So maybe that's a nice point to transition into Rachel, who was the person who was least helpful to Artie in the beginning and became most helpful. She had the full diva going on like yeah yeah Yeah, it's just so weird how rachel seems to 
at the beginning of almost every single Glee episode be one person, and at the end of every single Glee episode seems to be another. And I'm not even saying that because I dislike it, but I just think that her character has had so many arches. It's just like, <laughs> character arc, character arc, character arc. And I'm like, yeah. oh my god, I feel like we're waving and waving. <laughs> um, how long will this one last? How long will this lesson be something she learns? Who knows? But I do think it was cool that she did come around um, and she realized that she was being devilicious uh, and not in a good way. Mm-mm. No. And it, her, um, I'm glad that she came back around so early in the production of uh, her musical that she's in. Because if this was going on throughout the whole run, then that's going to get old. Mm-hmm. But so I'm so glad she realized it early on in right. the, the musical stage. But her comparison to uh, her life with her sad story to try and compare it to Artie. I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. That, that your perspective that she lost is nine dollars. Yeah, is yeah. That the- your perspective is completely right. off from no. what Artie's facing right now. <laughs> okay, but I thought that was such a cool moment because literally, this is my biggest pet peeve in life. When I'm telling a story and something happened to me, and somebody says, "I know exactly how you feel," because, and they say something that is so far not what I feel and it's like you just want to scream at them but they don't get it you know So sometimes when somebody's telling a story you don't even want to relate you want to help them you know you don't even want to but some people just want to tell their own stories and even if they don't relate they just want to stick them in somewhere Mm -hmm. and I was like that is so Rachel Berry to do that so I thought that was really interesting they put that in and that was clever and I was like totally could see that compared to Rachel Berry's nine dollars compared to Artie's laptop his script that he was and writing. His situation that was his, that was his whole school in his li- in well, his life in his bag and yeah. then so yeah it was also the situation it was just like yeah. oh yeah. here i'm going to give this guy a dollar oops i gave him 10 dollars where his was like uh you know he was in a crisis situation for like you, you can't compare those two situations don't really. you hear that all the time though i know exactly how you feel because and i'm like oh yeah. god i mean no it's everyone has their you know story in life you're so right though that it's such a Rachel Berry thing uh-huh. to do because mm-hmm. people they operate from different filters and the Rachel Berry filter is so like self-centered and like she thinks that her story is like the be all and end all of human existence <laughs> at times and this is just another example of that where she thinks she's being relatable and compassionate but really <laughs> she I mean, has no not. clue uh-uh. when she was traveling around in the town car like you just at least my immediate feeling was as a good friend I would give him I feel like I would give him the town car or like let him use the town car or ditch the town car and all of you take some other form of transportation right, right. it just was like, like this let's do this together or walk yeah. or take yeah. the subway that I mean you're in New York City it's very easy for an entire group to travel it happens all the time you know <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's what it's made for so I completely agree I I never would have gotten in that subway um and I mean, in that town car, and I thought that it was really weird that Blaine was so willing to do it. Also, um, well, Artie volunteered Blaine, and then Blaine no, 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 had, Sam. Or, oh, Sam, sorry. So I'm saying yeah. that Blaine oh, was Blaine. willing to ride along, also, um, and who and was a Kurt was the other person. Yeah. yeah. So I just thought that was so interesting. They were like, yeah, and all three of them. I would think one of them would be like, oh, this isn't right, guys. But they're all three. Jumped in the car and we're just like gone. We'll, we'll order an appetizer. Right. Yeah. Done. I think that was just Awful. to add another like another Leia. dig at Artie's situation. Yeah. That's dealing to make it more worse than what it was. I I didn't really like that Sam looked like he was like 
he felt gypped in the situation. Yeah. Right? Because he was like, wait, I guess I'll go with you, you know, like rather than be like, yeah, man, I'll, you know, no worries. I can go with you. Yeah. I, I think that totally would be the move. Um, and I'm kind of surprised because it seemed uncharacteristic. I feel right. like Sam is sometimes this kind of hippie man, like, oh, yeah, whatever the way the wind blows me. Yeah, and we're let me friends just... here. But we have to remember sometimes the brains aren't <laughs> quite there. So yeah. he just probably wanted to ride in the limo. Sorry, yeah, not limo, true. town car. Right, because he's trying to be a model. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he wants that's a true. taste of that life for sure. But a person who seemed to really be struggling in a di- completely different way than Artie was uh, Kurt, who kind of had Blaine, we mentioned at the beginning <laughs> of the episode, in all of his spaces. Like, it's like everywhere. <laughs> yeah, like I just, and you could pick up on it at the beginning of the episode <laughs> that Kurt. Um, just like needed some breathing room. That was one of our times where we hear about the months. He says, "You know, breakfast in bed for months and months yeah. now. If you didn't just move in here, right. um, it of course comes from a great place. But oh my gosh, I I totally feel Kurt on this one. <laughs> I am like Independent Woman Part Three. You know, I just can't like give me my space. I I need to breathe. I don't <laughs> cuddle with me. Like." Don't call me all the time. I don't want you in my classes. Like, come on. So I I totally feel him. I understand that feeling completely and that he was really getting too much in Kurt's environment. Cramping his style. Yes, exactly. But I wanted... It does not speak volumes for the future of their relationship. That's true. That they couldn't make it work to live together for a couple months, I guess. Absolutely. I I can understand that because that apartment was got crowded really fast and then when you throw a bunch of people in one small area you're gonna get on each other's nerves and feel that claustrophobia going on but then to see the same people outside of that small room in your classes and when i can understand why kurt snapped in that way but i think i mean yes it it all built up to that one moment but i feel like blaine was also a little clingy and i can understand no. Blaine is new to New York. He doesn't have a lot of friends. So the only people he's going to be talking to and hanging around with is going to be Kurt. I know I mentioned dorm rooms last week on the show, but kind of reminded me of like the freshman roommate thing when you go to college. And if you don't have any other friends at college, it's like you cling to your roommate. Yeah. It it was definitely that notion of like, I don't know anyone else. So you're the only person I know. Let's like. And that's exactly what he was doing. Right. I, I really like this storyline because it's such a common thing that happens to couples when they move in together. Like, I feel like most of the time it na- they naturally just get all up in each other's space because they want to be closer. They think this is the next step. And, you know, it's like a big statement that they're making. But um, that would be the unhealthy thing to do is to, I think, keep that going. I thought it was very independent of them to make that decision I in the end was, to um, move out. A mature choice. I don't know that, again, that it's the best for the future. I was just about to say uh, the same thing. I completely agree. I think it was definitely the mature thing to do. But in my opinion, sorry out there if this is you guys right now. What do I know? I'm no relationship (laughs) expert. I don't have a boyfriend and haven't for years. So maybe this is why. But I think that if you are a couple who moves in together and you cannot live together and you move out but you stay together – that it doesn't look promising. I think that you have to be able to live together. I think, and maybe there's a time and a place for that, and maybe mm-hmm. this isn't the right time. Mm-hmm. But I just don't really ever understand taking a step forward, and then I know they're not taking a step back, but moving in and then moving out, but staying together. Well, it, I just, I, I just gotta say, just 
statistically. I know, you always say this. People who cohabit together in, in relationships going on before they're even married are more likely to end up and break up their relationship. Because once they're finally married and they live together in the same place, mm-hmm. they have the marriage to keep them together. They're, that's a more incentive to stay together. There's more when, they're, when they're together with no incentive like marriage, they're more likely to just break it up. Hmm. It's yeah. interesting. So I, I like the fact that they actually, not well, they're not living together well, anymore. I... I agree that I think at this moment in time it was their only option. They, but it kind of feels like a ticking time bomb now mm-hmm. for for the show. In in the case of Blaine and Cart, I'm not saying for all of our viewers out there that it's always a ticking time bomb, but <laughs> in this case, it is a ticking time bomb. But I don't. Know. I have to disagree still because I I, I <laughs> kind of with um. Ooh. Over here, okay. Yeah. It's the, it's the <laughs> like east it. and west side okay. against each other right now. <laughs> All right, interesting. Because I I think it was a, a great it. move. I think more it's more so. It's not that oh, we couldn't make it work living together. For me, I felt like it was more of like, well, let's think about this practically, like, or let's think think about our situation right now. Like, did we do this in haste just because I moved out here and I didn't have anywhere to go? Like, maybe we would have approached this differently. Had you know this not had been the only option for me to live at when I got out here, I agree with that. Um, and I <laughs> and I do think that Blaine and Kurt are going to end up together because I think a lot of Gleeks would be pissed if they didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I just think that no matter why you move in together, no matter whether it was too quick or whatever it is, if you cannot make it work living together, then you shouldn't get married because even if you have incentive to stay living mm-hmm. together because you're married, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you should be married. Right. That's just my opinion right now. But again, <laughs> what the hell do I know? <laughs> We've really gone the relationship route tonight. Um, but you can let us know what you're thinking about Blaine and Kurt and Artie and all these things. The big move to New York. Rate and comment on iTunes. We love hearing from you. I've been on YouTube and iTunes and everything this week reading all of your comments. So mm-hmm. we really appreciate it. It's great to hear from you. Of course, always. 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 And so we should move on to, I think, one of my favorite little i mean maybe it's predictions a little too but sam and mercedes <laughs> i, I love how mercedes just showed up i know right she and, like, and how she just Anna walked Beck. in she walked in what? the door again is unlocked problem yeah. <laughs> it's like wide open she just walked right in right but before he gets to mercedes guys sam has his whole storyline this episode yeah, with the does. modeling and the Weird Sam roommate and the diet pills and all the biggest thing, his haircut. I know the The, the, haircut. Something I don't know much about. I just I like that haircut. (laughs) I was gonna say that he um kind of it was like I want to stick with the old, and then all of a sudden he went for this big transition, got the gig. Like I feel like that was kind of one of the more unrealistic moments in the episode to me. I don't think a haircut would be that big of a game changer. Maybe I, I'm incorrect in that. I don't know because he t- he said the new confidence with the haircut. I don't think it has to do with the actual mm-hmm. hair. I think it has to do with the fact that he's like, look at me. Here I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have to say I kind of miss his hair. I, I miss it I, too. I, I think it's sexy in like a grungy way. Now he's like an Abercrombie way or a bubble way. But before it was like a dirty kind of so way. so do we have two against the haircut and two for the haircut? Oh, I'm actually... Apparently. I, 
against the haircut. Yeah, so, baby. So, yeah. We're, we're for. We're for the haircut. He like looks it. great yes. afterwards, but I prefer the long hair. Don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Sam version. Okay. Of course we do. His, of course his we hair do. Is, We've got the long hair yeah. here. His hair is shorter, but it's long enough to like play around with. Damn, Marissa. What should we be thinking about? I love it when Marissa gets a little dirty. Well, I think it's a good length on him. It's getting hot in here, guys. You can play with long hair too, Marissa. Mm -hmm. But like, it's just short enough to just like ruffle. Yes, but Sam. So he gets the modeling gig, and uh, apparently Marissa agrees. Modeling gig is a thing. That he should get. Yeah. And then he moves into an apartment of models, which apparently is a thing in New York. Like, I have friends who live in oh, New York. Oh, it happens. Yeah, it, it happens. happens. Yeah. yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, no. That's yeah. a very common thing, actually. Yeah, so. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's like a lot of young models because, you, you know, you start off young at a young age and there there have been cases where like a bunch of teenagers are together in one building well a bunch together. of models a living together models. it takes yeah. it to dangerous. extreme tonight but i do think it's easier to keep up a this obviously wasn't healthy but it is easier to keep up a healthy lifestyle if you're surrounding yourself with people who are so if your fridge is always stocked with vegetables and fruits if everybody has a gym membership if everybody is going to bed at the same time you know it is better to surround yourself with people who are going down a similar career path mm-hmm. Unless it gets to this point, I was gonna say, which is a problem. Clearly, they uh, they took it from a healthy lifestyle, which would be eating those fruits and vegetables, into the kind of drug. Not kind of full blown. Full on. And, and here's my Xanax, and here's my Ambien, and if you need this, and I have Adderall, if you don't want to eat, like also, Duh. yeah. What? So this, and but it's a real thing people encounter. His female roommate Sam really just tossed out all these drugs on him and I was so proud of Sam for not getting sucked into it. I was kind of surprised to be honest. Me too. It played out real quick. I was like ooh this is a bad path and before we even started down the path the path ended. Yeah. Yeah. Because I thought Sam would do anything for his career. He was kind of at that point earlier in the episode to see him walk away. I had this moment of just like yay Sam yay. Yeah. (laughs) Although I still know. I don't know if that's the last we're going to see of that. Yeah. I'm glad he walked away from it now but the fact that you just introduced such a big challenge that people in that, that age face like for a second I don't feel like it's over and it was more like we gave her a name we gave the roommate a, a name, name and we had FaceTime with her and she I can't remember what her name her the actress's name is but she's relative I've seen her in things before yeah. um I think she's coming back. I'll save it for predictions, actually. Yeah. But I, I like the fact that Sam did walk away and he chose the higher ground for that because I just, you know, going back to McKinley and all the lessons that we've learned with, uh, you, you know, fit, um, your self-image and treating your, respecting your own body and stuff. So, like, taking all those lessons that we've learned from Will and all of his cl- lessons and stuff and that he kind of applied it in tonight's without Will around that, you know, he yeah. took that higher route, that he doesn't need pills, and he can take the healthier alternative. I agree with these girls. I don't think it's the last of the female Sam. I don't know how to refer to her. I don't yeah. think we have a last name yet. Um, but I hope for his sake that maybe he comes back to help her through her own hmm. her own issues. Mm-hmm. That yeah, not, could, yeah. yeah I, that it's not his, but we can talk about all that in predictions. Um, but then Sam has to find a new place to live because he did leave. Yeah, um, he he did leave, and 
so funny his scene with Mercedes and he's kind of hinting at like letting having her ask to move in when she blatantly is saying like, like yeah. move in yeah <laughs> um, yeah. these guys that I knew in back in my hometown yeah. he's, so, he's so slow but it's hilarious right what do you guys think I mean it's been so long since we had a Sam Mercedes relationship is this something you guys were even missing or mm, honestly no cause no. when they threw that line I was like oh yeah they were together I for know. a moment <laughs> Yeah, it was one of those things where I wasn't missing it, but I'm kind of curious to see where it goes this time around because I felt like we only had a taste of it the last time. It wasn't, mm-hmm. didn't feel a full-blown relationship to me. It was kind of like it was talked about more than we saw it. And tonight we saw kind of their chemistry firsthand and they're going to be living together with Blaine and how does that all play out? We kind of have another triangle yeah, and even seeing Mercedes, she lays the law down tonight, but I don't care what she says. When she's watching Sam, like, hang paintings mm-hmm. and do whatever, mm-hmm. that girl's got it in her eyes. Yeah. So Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't? She was flirting <laughs> with the idea. Yeah, absolutely. I don't like their chemistry, though. I just, I'm just not into it. I'm not a fan. I'm a fan of them separately, but them together, I'm... I see, I've never liked they're it. They're an unlikely pair, I will say that. Yeah. See, I wasn't a huge fan the first time around. I was kind of like, oh, that seems like a strange pairing. And it felt forced to me at McKinley. Mm-hmm. And this time around, it's maybe just as they grow up, feels a little less forced. And I'm interested to see where they take it. Mm-hmm. I was saying this to Marissa when we were watching the episode. But honestly, even though I'm such a Britannia fan, so I don't want them to ever split... I I did like somebody like Brittany with Sam. I think that that is a fun match um yeah so so i don't mercedes is definitely very opposite of that in terms of personality yeah i think right now the really the only similarities they have at their that point in their lives they both had a hard start to their careers and i think that's the only thing they can really bond over right now mm-hmm. and here's the thing about mercedes i i i need i need more dimensions to her like i i only know one thing of her right now and that she's always wanted to be a pop star and she's on that route and yeah, we haven't had her for a while, so it's almost yeah. like, remind me. Remind me who Mercedes right. is inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And maybe Sam will be the person to bring out that side of her, but as of, as of now, like, I can't even see her as, like, a... Yeah. Who is this person that might be with the Sam that we've gotten to know? It's an interesting point for sure. I also kind of wonder, we saw Sam sing tonight for the first time. Well, maybe not the first time in a while, but it felt like a big moment for Sam singing mm-hmm. um, that we haven't had for a while and I wonder if he's gonna jump in and do something on the music side with Mercedes hmm. so that could be interesting too another way of pairing them together yeah absolutely but that's all for cool. predictions for sure um should we jump into songs uh did we even talk about playing yeah Elliot oh we we kind um, of skimmed over bit. Elliot yeah we can talk about Elliot who is of course played by Adam Lambert mm-hmm. and we saw uh, Blaine kind of jump into confronting Elliot in this major way over his... So aggressive. Yeah, to, <laughs> over his friendship with Kurt. And I was just like, whoa. Like, it, it felt like he really wanted control over that relationship. Yeah, yeah I think... his insecurity a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, which we all have in relationships and in life, but it's not great to show your hand like that. I no. thought Elliot handled it very well. Um sticking to his friendship with Kurt and and appreciating that but also acknowledging Blaine's issues and trying to help him work through it mm-hmm. um again talking about not being the last we see in something I get nervous with Elliot around because he's such a great guy yep good looking talented great but guy. I know we don't have him forever so yeah 
But I, I think after tonight's episode, he really is a genuine guy. Mm-hmm. That he he, yeah. he he rationally calmed Blaine when he knew he was being emotional and distraught. And he's like, uh, here, take this guitar. Calm down. It's like a body pillow. Yeah, Hold it. That's great. But like just even and then, you know, reassuring him that he's not into Kurt and just being like a true gentleman and a friend i was like he is an actually good guy i know sarah sarah and i looked at each other a couple of times throughout this episode and we're just like at moments what's going to happen between elliot Elliot and kurt what's going to happen between elliot and blaine like we just weren't sure if there was going to be that moment of him passing over to the not so good guy yeah yeah Yeah. yes 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 because rax and i were in the same temptation there what's happening because when blaine was just staying in the apartment for a while and for a second when they were saying like he didn't come home i was like "Mm, wait could something have happened there yeah i don't know it, it's interesting for sure. We were just like, oh no. But I hope Adam Lambert, we haven't seen the last of Adam Lambert. No, but I, I think we only have him for a little while. Yeah, I think yeah. we only have him a few more. We've got to savor our Adam Lambert moments. Yeah. Because, oh my God, is he talented. Yes. Yeah. And he's got to finish on a big number. I know. Don't do not do any of this Demi Lovato crap where you pull him away on some number that he's barely in. Yeah. Right. We want to see Adam Lambert in full. Full Star Child. Yeah. A nice send off. I don't know why I can't get Star Child down. I'm like, I'm like Marissa, <laughs> so Starship? She's like, Starship. no. I'm like, Starfish? She's like, no. And then at one point you're like, Cobra? Yeah. <laughs> Starship no, you're going, Starship? You're going like, the wrong no. direction here, Rob. Uh. No. <laughs> you just can't get the Star Child. Okay. But, uh, should we start with downtown? Yes. Fun yeah. song. I love this one. It was kind of the whole group, Artie, Blaine, Kurt, Rachel, everybody singing together. I like when the songs actually fit the theme of what's going on in the episode. Right. Um, it worked. The song is awesome. Nice and bubbly. You know, it always makes me think of Lost. A little quick reference in there. But it's so good. <laughs> and it, it was just cute. Everybody started, and like how we, it was a domino effect. You know, we started with Rachel mm-hmm. and then everybody kind of picks it up and we see yeah. that everybody's in New York and it got us excited for the episode. That's exactly what I was thinking. Beyond anything, it was a great introduction to New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just them bouncing around the city and having fun. It took me back to, I guess, I think the episode was called New York when they visited for uh, Nationals. Yeah. And it was that, like, welcome to New York, we're here now, and, like, this is Glee in New York. And and to me, that was a perfect first song choice. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had You Make Me Feel So Young. Which I is like the song. Frank Sinatra. <laughs> it's a fun one. It's Blaine and Kurt. Yeah, Blaine was destined to sing a Frank song. His voice fits really perfect for it. Um it was Blaine and Sam. Was it? Yeah. Was this, Blaine and yeah. Kurt. Oh, Blaine and Kurt. Why did I think that? They're oh, because Sam was couch surfing. Yeah, oh, right. Blaine and Kurt. Yeah. Sorry. I, I messed up for a second. We we wait for a Blaine and Sam moment. But um, I think that was a really great song for him to sing. It was a little slow, but mm-hmm. yeah, I thought it was like, a cute song. It, it was a nice fit for their voices, as you mentioned. Yeah. And it's such a classic song. So I enjoyed it yeah. that way. At least we got a good moment with them. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. But I I wasn't sure that I... It wasn't like I loved it. I liked it a lot. But it it just didn't quite get me to that. Mm -hmm. Like, loving it, I want to, you know, like, hear it it all the time. I think it was kind of deceiving a little bit. They kind of was teasing us a bit. Because when we had (laughs) these two singing this happy song together, and then we see their fight later on in the episode, it was just uh, a little, here, let's have a happy song first before it's just going to go down. Yeah. That's what I was about to say, though. Actually, while I was watching it, it was way too warm and fuzzy. I kind of knew that it was going to turn at at the 
rest of the oh, episode. Absolutely. Yeah. Too there, good to be true. There was mm-hmm. writing on the wall. A hundred percent. Yep. Um, and then we had the song that we started our episode with, The Best Day of My Life. Yeah, now we're at Blaine and Sam. Um, I mean, just like... Could they have knocked us out of the park harder? So fun. So awesome. You know what I thought, where I thought it was going to go? I thought they were going to become street performers to, like, make side cash because Sam couldn't get a job. That's what I thought it was going to Maybe. We'll see. I think we're giving a lot of predictions Uh. away. (laughs) I I mean, this song is just so upbeat and happy, and they, they were awesome and exactly what Sam needed, and... Just worked. It's that motivational tool and like dancing in front of Times Square and just having everyone join. It reminded me of the the scene from Friends with Benefits. Benefits yes. When there's that that uh, mob uh, yeah, dance the going flash, on, flash, the, mob, the flash yeah. mob yep. going on. Marissa's like, what? Which group is this? How do I know, I know. them? There, there, there was that dance because you watch too much TV. Probably. <laughs> I watch too much dancing. But I, I was like, it's so fun, and you know, I want to do that. I want to go to New York and dance like a fool in front of everybody in front of Times Square. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just looked like one of those things where like everyone in the city should be involved. Like the flash mob from Friends with benefits like everybody's involved and i wanted even more people in it but i loved i just loved it i thought it was one of my favorite numbers tonight and then we had a song i thought i knew a great big world like i know and this is called rockstar it's a great big world song it's curtin elliott um i really enjoyed this i just now want to hear the original yeah Mm -hmm. same and um honestly as much as i have loved a couple other songs in the episode tonight i think this was my secret favorite because First of all, my Cobra Starship boy, Star Child, <laughs> he is so amazing. Some of the notes he hits, I just like can't even believe it. Um, obviously, if you guys know Great Big World, you guys know Say Something. Um, it's their biggest song yeah. right now, and I this was such a different side to their that band. I thought it was so cool, and the song was absolutely so rock starry, and just like th- they were born to be rock stars, and that concept, and they're rocking out and. It was friendshipy, but then there was a little. Mo- I don't know. It just was really well done, and the lyrics were cool. Yeah, and I liked how they went back to that guitar place to rock it out again. Yeah, yeah. crowd surf. Yeah, I also love when Glee can introduce me to music. Yeah, I think that that's they have such an amazing job. I mean, we sometimes complain about their song selection, but they do a great job of finding these songs that often work really, really well or introduce mm-hmm. an audience. And I felt like. We both said it. A great big world. We thought right. we knew them. Like yeah. we we had their songs, and I was unfamiliar. And or I, just the way that they adapt it. You yeah, know, it could be so far different from the way it was recorded, and they make it you know into a way that we really enjoy. I just like don't understand why I can't walk into a guitar shop and crowd surf. <laughs> yeah, it's just but a you little can, confusing to me. <laughs> Maybe um, in only in New York. Yeah, we should go Let's, there yeah, just to it, test that. It, it's okay. a Glee trip. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We gotta go. Yeah. There you go. Glee panel. We're good. Cool. Hey, yo, can AfterBuzz um, pay for that? All of it? Can we expense that? Is that is that cool, Phil? No? Okay. Thanks. Silence on his end. Wow. Wow. That's a no. Um, but, uh, so the next song, Don't Sleep in the Subway. How did we, how did you feel about it? It was this our- felt so much like Rent. Oh, okay. Like, okay, them, they're dancing in the subways mm-hmm. and singing, Don't Sleep in the Subway, Don't Stand Out in the Pouring Rain. It felt all like rent and it's it's already in rachel of course see i think that this for me was i love these two characters i love their voices 
for some reason, and the dancing was fun on the subway, I for some reason it just didn't come together for me in the way. I was just a little underwhelmed by it. Yeah, I completely agree. The dancing was cool. Um, it was They needed that aspect of it because otherwise mm-hmm. I would have been really upset yeah. with it. Um, this felt like maybe they Googled subway songs and yeah. this came and up. Found and, rent. Yeah, and, and we're like, all right, sure, yeah. why not? But what I do like about it is I feel like it's going to open up open up new possibilities for the two of them being a like a singing duo more often. Yeah, yeah we'll see about that. Their voices are so I think their voices alone are so good together. Yeah, he has the most underrated voice on the show. Mm-hmm. I was going to so say good. that yeah, I loved all the parts. It was just somehow the summation of it that yeah. didn't, didn't work for me. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's strange. Like I agree their voices were great, the dancing was great. I can't even point my finger to like what it was that I didn't I think it was a song selection. Yeah. Maybe that's true. Um, and then finally, we had Rachel singing People, which is obviously a song from Funny Girl. And Oh, Barb. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, can Rachel, uh, Rachel like, nailed the song. She also yeah. looked literally gorgeous. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, my God. Right. She is so beautiful. Yeah. I don't like when we end the shows on songs that are a little slower. I, I could have used something more upbeat because the, the episode was very kick-butt to me. And afterwards, Marissa and I, after we listened to the song, it, it put me in like a, oh, place. And I wanted to be in like <laughs> oh, a, yeah, <laughs> place. That being said, it sounded great. And I liked that visually we were seeing everybody and they were cheersing and all that stuff. It was yeah. just a little slow. Yeah. I like, yes, it was slow. But again, I didn't mind the song because of what it represented. That mm-hmm. all of them are, you want to surround your pe- yourself with the people you want to hang out with. Yeah. And for when Rachel was singing this, she wants to be around her friends in New York. So I think it really perfectly summed up the whole episode, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even though it ended on a slower, more calmer note. Yeah, it was like the nice little bow at the end to wrap it all up. Yeah, but I wanted like a punch, not a <laughs> bow, but that's me. I just was focused so much on her voice that I was yes. just like, it's perfection. Like She's so pretty. Yeah, She's, she's so the perfect pretty. person to hit those notes yeah. in the musical funny I girl. think you even said like the perfect Broadway singer, and mm-hmm. that's how I felt about it. So good. But I did like the the song overall song choices for tonight's episode. They were more adult. I mean, you go back to Petula Clark. I mean, she's she was huge I in know. the 60s and then Frank yeah. Sinatra in the 70s. So, like the older yeah. adult choices and it kind of reflected like where they are now. They're they're in New York but making adult choices. They're on their own. I feel like in a lot of ways we went back to season 1 and I'll talk about this a little bit in predictions, but that it felt like we had some of those classic songs that Everybody who know everybody who knows music knows these songs, yeah. mm-hmm. and then we had things like a great big world that are really new to the scene and it was diverse, it, yeah, and something that Glee would introduce the world to. So I felt like it, they did a really nice job overall of choosing songs. The subway song. A little less so, but generally, right. really enjoyed it. And trying to cater to all different types of audiences, I agree with that. Um, I was just thinking about this. Though. Don't you think it's kind of funny? Like, Leah Michelle must feel so weird going from Broadway to TV to Playing TV the- on Broadway. Like, Broadway <laughs> on TV. Like, that is such a weird concept. It's yeah. another thing. Life um, imitating art. We, yeah. we say it all the time. The show mirrors so yeah. much of these actors' real life. It's just so funny. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. It's very, very interesting. And she does a great job handling it. Because I think oh, that, yeah. that must be in some ways tough like mm-hmm. to be like I was a Broadway star now I'm a TV now I'm a TV star playing a Broadway star yeah. like where where do those what, lines who am I yeah exactly <laughs> so she does a great job handling it that being said I have some great predictions tonight does anyone have one that they have to start with though 
I think you have to start. <laughs> okay. You're after Buzz TV. Woo! So my prediction is that I mentioned it a little bit, but that we, um, in the scenes from next week, we see that Kurt looks like he's injured in some sort of street fight. Fight, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is going to. They obviously say that it's reuniting the Glee club or or the Glee cast, whatever, together. Um, I think that it's going to be interesting, though, to see... This is where the show started in the pilot, was him getting shoved in a dumpster. So is this going to be how they find their ground in New York? Because that's how they kind of started together back in the first episode. Yeah. I think it's kind of like an ode to high school never ends. Yeah. Because no matter... Once you're out of high school, the, the same behaviors and personalities from people still go on. It's a cyclical pattern. And then him being thrown into a dumpster, it's just... It's the second approach of how you go about it. How do you handle those situations? Mm-hmm. Right. And now that he has friends who can, like, help him in the adult life that he's in now. I think it'll be a better this time around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we also see Rachel and Kurt arguing a little bit, so I'm wondering, um, you know, now that we have this living situation, we, we've had everybody coming and going and coming and going, and, and now when, when you have to sit down and face your roommates, what's that like? So Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that the whole Kurt um, accident fight is is what's going to take Blaine and him to the next level again. Like they're gonna get graduated. Do you think that they'll move back in together? Um, I I don't know if it will be official, but I imagine that they're going to be there a lot for him physically, as much as they can, caring for him in his recovery. If he, I hope that he does hopefully recover. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I I need Britannia back, guys. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. See how they but we're not getting the next together. episode. Oh, but at least we have Amber. <laughs> yeah, we should mention that everybody's been tweeting me at least that there are only twenty episodes mm-hmm. this season. So we have crazy to say six more episodes. Yeah, that's it. Say it ain't so. And so it's May thirteenth is the finale. Oh my <gasps> gosh, that's coming up quick. Coming up so quick. Fast. We're already in April, so it's going going quick. Yep. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. At least we have another season. I know. I'm excited to see where this season goes, though. I feel like we've had this big transition to New York. We've heard about it for so long. It's finally here. So I'm excited. So excited for the rest of the season. (laughs) Muffin. Boom. (laughs) We had to go on after. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for watching and hanging out with us. Um, You can find me on Twitter at Stephanie Wenger. You can find me at Roxy Stryer. You can find me at Sarah with an H Mendoza. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Serafini TV. See you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye, The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Thank you for watching AfterBuzz TV on YouTube. For more of your favorite after shows and interviews, subscribe to our channel here. And be sure to share your opinion on the episode in the comment section below here. We'd love to see what you guys are buzzing about. Thanks again. Buzz you later.